Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. I, this is tall, but I don't want to move it because it's set for Kate. <laughs> so I hope everyone's enjoying their day so far and your lunch so far. And a big, big thank you to all of the workshop presenters so far. Yay. So now I cannot tell you how excited I am to introduce you to Ms. Kate Callahan, who I've known for a lot of years now. She is the Connecticut Singer-Songwriter of the Year. <laughs> she is also a survivor of traumatic brain injury, and she will tell you about that. And I just want to read you a little quote from the Boston Globe, who described her as an award-winning singer who rose from injury to claim her creative life. She has an easygoing vibe and inspirational, at times, mystical lyrics. And I just have to tell you, her music is so moving and so beautiful that I couldn't imagine anything else that would make this day so perfect. So please join me in welcoming Kate. I'm massively shy, so one of the things I do when I go to play for people is I try to go around and say hi before I play. So if you thought I was awkward or <laughs> or awkward, um, now you know. Now you know the, the truth. <laughs> I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Shy is hard, don't you think? Some of you aren't shy. I've met some of you already, and <laughs> you seem to have that extroverted energy. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about myself, my, my history with traumatic brain injury, but not quite yet. I'm just going to start by playing a song. Um, I wrote this one. I wrote this one on a trip up in Maine, um, and uh, I had just gone through a breakup and drove up to Maine where my mom lives and, and was looking for some perspective, and I started to find all kinds of perspective in, in the things I was seeing up in Maine. So this is called Half Moon. I could laugh all day. Make ice cubes with my teeth and lie around. I might take a walk down to Blueberry Land. Just me in the midday. But a car slows down by the old IGA, abandoned building no one took down. Looks like you could use a ride somewhere And the car is not really a car It's just a question of staying stuck or moving And the driver is another love affair Bravest man in the room is a stranger 
is a little black dress. And the man is not really a man. It's just a question of a giving in or knowing that the sweetest invitation is a test. about my love life, and this one, this next one's about someone else's. <laughs> um, I, got a, I, I got a call from one of my close friends years ago, and she said, she said, oh, Kate, Billy just proposed to me. Um, and she said, and we'd like you to write a song for our wedding. And these are the kind of perks, or you could call them perks, or maybe burdens, I don't know, um, of being a songwriter. And, uh, in a community of friends who um, who aren't. So I hung up the phone and I thought, I need to write this song right now or else I'm going to procrastinate and not do it. So this song came out in a matter of an hour or two and it's about, um, well, it's about someone else's love life. It's called Yes. are much longer and mine have been swinging underneath right in time with the clock when something is ticking inside me it poses no rush it only developed when you came and we started to talk Questions got me to thinking. Oh, well, yes, oh, yes, I will love with you, live with you, do this thing with you forever. And maybe it's part of a big plan, or maybe I just can't deny that your humor delights me, and we both like good wine. for children of course other people's I mean unless you might want one or two or three and what I'm saying is a yes I once was alone but now I am you and me 
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just saying. Well, I usually don't tell much of this story at the concerts I play, but I'm going to tell it here because a lot of us have the, this common experience of having had our brains changed. When I was 19, I was a sophomore at Rutgers University, and <laughs> where are we going with this? <laughs> sophomore at Rutgers University, and, um, and I got a call from my best friend. I tell stories, so here we go. I got a call from my best friend, who was uh, a guy. He had been my best friend all through middle school and high school, and he called me up. He was at school down in um, at George Washington University, and it was it was just before Thanksgiving time. And he said, "Kate, Kate, when you go when we go home to West Hartford, do you want to go skiing with my family?" And I was secretly in love with my best friend, so I said, <laughs> I sort you know smiled, and he couldn't see me over the phone, and. I said, yes, of course, I'd love to go skiing with you and your family. My mom's going to kill me if I miss Thanksgiving, but I'm, I'll do it. I want to go. So, um, so that weekend came, and uh, my mom was pissed, and I left for Vermont with my best friend and his family. And we got to the ski slope, and we settled into the condo or something like that. Condo, yeah. And, <clears throat> and the next morning, we went out skiing. And on my first run down the ski slope, I got hit by another skier. And, um, and I'll tell the full story. So the other skier was about six foot four, 240 pounds. And um, he had been up all night. He hadn't slept. He and his buddies had been driving all night to get to the ski slope. And they'd been smoking marijuana. So he didn't have all of his faculties. So he ran into me from behind at a very high velocity. And we both went tumbling down the mountain. And he got up, and I didn't. So I was taken off the mountain on a stretcher. And my life changed. My life changed. And um, so I'd had a um, moderate brain injury, because they give them categories. And... Um, I was. I had to leave leave college, and um, I rehabilitated at Easter Seals and the um, rehab hospital, the Blue Hills Avenue Rehab Hospital of Connecticut, and um, and my, so my life changed, as as so many of you know, life can change in an instant. Um, so I'm gonna pick up where that story leaves off, but I'm gonna play another song first. Um, this one, I think this one's appropriate. 
This is one, um, I have a, a couple of CDs out, and this is my latest CD. And it, um, this is the first song on the CD. It's called Random Acts. things I, I think God gave me in my injury was a lot of loss. So I'd been a musical kid. I had sung in choirs and played parts in musicals. And after my brain injury, um, I couldn't, I didn't understand that you could open your mouth and make sound come out that was other than speaking sound. So I just didn't understand what singing was. And, um, but I remembered that I had sung. So it was an interesting, you know, you just, the brain is so complex. And, um, and so it was a, a big loss for me that I didn't understand music. And I had a hard time listening to music because my hearing was impaired. And, um, so, so I had this, you know, this seemingly random thing that I, 
I had this accident and I lost my, you know, my sense and feel for music and um, among other things. I had some permanent damage and um, lost sense of taste and smell and, and, uh, and ditto, yeah. So, um, so, um, the story gets better. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Food's not so good when you don't have a sense of taste. But, um, so, um, I'm going to play another song and then I'm gonna pick up the story. So this one is not one of my own. It's one that I, um, I think I first heard this song when I was in high school. And, um, it's by a, a band called the Indigo Girls. trying to tell you something about my life maybe give me insight between black and white and the best thing you've ever done for me is to help me take my life less seriously cause it's only life after all well the darkness has a hunger And the lightness has a call that's hard to hear And I wrap my fear around me like a blanket, yeah And I sail my ship of safety till I sank it And I'm crawling on your shores And I went to the doctor And I went to the mountains And I looked to the children And I drank crooked line and the less I seek my source for some definitive the closer I am to find yeah the closer I am to find yeah well I stopped by a bar at 3 a.m. to seek solace in a bottle or possibly a friend and I woke up with my headache like a head against a board And I was twice as cloudy as I'd been the night before And I went in seeking clarity And I went to the doctor And I went to the mountains And I looked to the children And I drank from the fountains And there's more than one answer to all these questions Pointing me in a crooked light And the less I seek my source For some definitive The closer I am to find Yeah The closer I am to find Yeah When I went to see the doctor of philosophy a poster of Rasputin and a beard down to his knees and he never did marry or see a B-grade movie yeah he graded my performance and he said he could see through me and I spent four years prostrate to the higher mind I got my paper and I was free and I went to the doctor and I went to the mountain and I looked to the children, and I prayed from the fountains. And we go to the doctor, and we go to the mountains. And we look to the children, and we drank from the fountains. And there's more than one answer to all these questions, pointing me in a crooked light. And the less I seek my source for some definitive, the closer I am to find, the 
happened so for about a year or two I was doing all the rehabilitation that my doctors had prescribed and I gotten I progressed and I progressed but I they told me that I had plateaued and I was at a point where I was still I still needed help you know walking down the stairs and um, had some corrective glasses and uh, still had some memory issues and still didn't have my music so um, after I stopped the rehabilitation, I, I kind of just had this light bulb moment, and I thought, what if I try to learn an instrument that I have no prior, no, no prior history with, because I had been a singer and I had been a cellist. So I said, what if I take some lessons and try to learn to play the guitar? And so my mom, you know, promptly opened up the newspaper, because we had newspapers back then. We still do, but um, opened up the newspaper and, and looked in the classifieds and found a guitar teacher who lived about two minutes from our house. So my mom would take me to the lessons each week, and she would help me walk down the stairs, and I would have my corrective glasses on so I could see what was in front of me, and my coordination was pretty, pretty, you know, impaired, and my guitar teacher would sit there next to me in the lesson. And what I remember is he would just, he would look at me and he would speak to me and he would teach me as if I was any one of his other students. So he didn't see anything about me that I was seeing about myself. He didn't see impairments. He didn't see injury. He didn't see a lack of confidence. Um, he didn't see depression. So each week I would go to this lesson and, um, and in between lessons, my mom tells me now, she said, you know, your short-term memory was so bad that you would forget you were taking lessons. So she would remind me, okay, we've got to practice. And I would practice for five minutes. That's it, five minutes. But each week I went to these lessons, and I was making little bits of progress. And I learned to play a G chord one day. And that was a big milestone. Wow, a G chord. You know, and then I learned to play a C chord. And maybe I learned to play an F chord. That's a hard one. That took me a little longer. And a D chord. Ooh. And so over the months, I suddenly felt like I had, um, I had a reason to see what was on the music stand in front of me. And I had a reason for my coordination to improve because I was playing these chords. And, um, and as time went on, um, I eventually wrote my first song. I don't even remember what it was now. I remember the name. It was called Love for This World, but I couldn't play it for you if you paid me. Um, but um, but so, so for me, music was a huge healing factor in my recovery. Um, and, and as I learned to play the guitar, my voice also, my sense of how to sing also returned. So um, let's see. So I'm going to play this next song. Um, let's see. Where is it? Um, very optimistic song. It's called Breakthrough, which I think I, I, I had many breakthroughs over the years of my recovery. Um, and I want to invite you to sing the words at the end of the song. It ends with the words, you are free. And, um, and I would love for you to all sing that with me in whatever note, whatever sound, whatever pitch <laughs> you, you have available to yourselves. Um, I'll cue you when it's time. This is Breakthrough.
show her you are the world too and everything you've built you can inspire and talk to her she has no story nowhere to cling just resting into Send it to yourself. And you are free. Yes, you are free. And you are free. And you are free. <laughs> and that's part of the power of music is that it goes out and it comes back goes out and it goes in whether you're listening to it or making it, making music or learning how to play music um let's see so one part of the story i think you'll appreciate i remember i said i was secretly in love with my best friend um so years and years later we had stayed in touch he had been a you know, he had been a source of uh, hope in my life, just encouraging me to get better. But we lived in different states and um, and only saw each other once or twice a year. But I, th I think the fun part of this story, although it doesn't exactly go where you think it's going, um, years and years and years later, my friend, my best friend, dropped by my apartment and um, this is when I had, I, at this point, I had, I had a career in music. Uh, I was living on my own, um, driving. You know, I had, I had recovered most of my independence. And he came to my apartment, and he said he wanted to talk. And we sat down, and, um, and he told me something that shocked me. Um, sh sure shocked me, but also, you know, touched my heart. He said all those years ago when he had called me from his college and invited me to go skiing with his family, he had planned to tell me on that trip that he loved me. Aww. <laughs> how, how, how weird, first of all. <laughs> how weird we think of random acts and the way life happens. And, um, and uh, he obviously didn't share that information with me because my life... My life had, you know, had other things to think about in my life at that point, um, and uh, and so I, you know, that just that really touched me to hear that all those years later. Um, we didn't end up getting married or anything like that, um, 
because uh, we were both meant to be with other people. But um, but we were we were with the people we're meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna play a song about the person I was meant to be with. And um, so uh, four years ago, my uh, four years ago, a man named David, who I had been dating, um, proposed marriage to me. And um, and. I said, you know, if you're going to propose to me, I think it's only fair that I propose back to you. Because if we're going to do this thing for a whole life, I think we should. I think we should come in on equal footing. So we proposed to each other, and um, he gave me a little ring, and I gave him this little song. It's called "Made for Love." a wedding and you said when people remember they are free we met in our bare feet stayed late wondering if anyone could see that we were always made for love we were always in time and in fun and we can see now Beyond the buzz There's a way it'll be two We'll be one and One night Walking slowly Well I knew If I didn't tell you how I felt Well I would my feelings and wake up wondering if you could ever tell that I was always made for love I was always in time and in fun and we can see now beyond the buzz there's a way it'll be too songs for you. Uh, so, I 
started writing um, some songs called mantra songs this year. Does anybody know what a mantra is? Anybody use a mantra? Some, I'm seeing some heads nodding. So, um, so a mantra is something that you repeat over and over again to help you relax, maybe to help you meditate, to help you clear your mind. And um, I started writing these songs. I didn't even know I was doing it, but I ended up realizing I was writing mantra songs because they're um, purposely very repetitive, um, but still folky because I'm a folky at heart. So this one I wanted to play for you for some um, relaxation. It's called Fountain. You can write me with a paper and pen, and you can read me between the bindings. And there you'll find me in the garden again, and you can feel me between the lightning, and you can hold me like God holds the breeze, and you can turn freezing and you can melt me like a glacier at sea and you can float away on my back and you with one song, a very new song. Um, but I wanted to, to just say, if you want to stay connected, um, I, I actually left the house without my CDs. Um, normally I would have them with me, but you can, find, um, you can find me online. My name is Kate Callahan. I also have some postcards here if you'd like a reminder. Um, and you can find all of my music online. Amazon and iTunes and all those places. Anybody on Facebook? 
You can find me on Facebook. We could be friends on Facebook. Michael and I have been friends for a long time. And if you want to give me your business card, if you have a business card, um, that, that's a very easy way for me to put you on my mailing list. So I, when I perform in Connecticut, I send out a mailing to the people on the Connecticut mailing list. So you can feel free to just hand me your business card. I would love to include you in that. And I'm going to play a little slide guitar for this last song. Okay, I wanted to finish with this last song. It's a brand new song because I think the sentiment of this song um, is what we can all leave with here today, even though we're not done today. There's more. I think there's more. Um, um, this song was written for the city of Hartford, um, declared the third week in April, Look for the Good Week. And Look for the Good Week means despite Hartford's challenges, despite things that people tend to complain about in the city. Um, we are on a mission to look for the good, look for the good about the city of Hartford, look for the good about our own lives. Um, and um, this song is a tribute to that. Um, I want to thank Sarah Raskin for inviting me here today. It's a yeah. And here goes.